0: Hello and welcome to The Banker's new podcast series for 2021, Banking in Transition. I'm David Robinson, online editor at The Banker. And today I'm speaking with Ben Garrett, Director of Retail Banking at Huntswood. Ben, welcome. Hi, David. Thank you very much. Great stuff. Now, Huntswood is a consultancy that essentially helps businesses improve operational efficiency. And you have just uh, released a report on customer satisfaction with the complaints process in the financial services industry. And and today we're going to focus on banks and what insights banks might be able to glean from this research, and why improving the handling of complaints is important for for customer satisfaction, and, and customer retention, really. Now, Ben, could you please outline the scope of the research and how banks contributed to it?
1: Absolutely. So um, I'll probably start with the um, where our Complaints Outlook started. So we're in our third evolution of it now. So back in 2016, um, we basically created a paper that outlined a large amount of the regulatory change coming in in 2015-2016. Um, and it had a large focus on what needed to be done by uh, retail banks to make sure that they complied with regulations. It also gave them a bit of insight into the methods that they could use, and it acted as a bit of a handbook, really, for them to... Um really set up their operations well and successfully manage complaints in 2019 we um, we we basically went through an iteration of it where we looked at actually the value that generates um, can be generated through um, complaint handling well um, this really focused on advocacy of customers um, and the revenue that, that could actually generate so through creating a good um, complaints handling process you can actually turn customers into promoters for you. So effectively, they've just become really quite cheap marketing in reality. 2021, we we took a slightly different lens um, where we've looked at the emotional journey that a customer goes through when they're making the complaints. Um, The actual research took three dimensions, really. We had customers um, of which we had just over two and a half thousand. We had contributions from firms where they completed a number of different survey aspects for us, and that was 54 firms that um, helped us there with 16 banks, so quite a, an in-depth um, analysis really for, for, the, for the volume of banks that are included in there. And we also interviewed complaint handlers as well. Um, so we had that three-dimensional um, look as to as to how a complaint was handled and how each, each aspect went through um, the complaints journey. So within the, within the report, we've explored probably the key parts is how a customer feels before they're making the complaint, how the customer feels when they're making the complaint, when they're receiving confirmation that the complaint's been investigated, how they're receiving updates, how they're actually being having to potentially chase firms um, for an update on their complaint, and more importantly, how they feel once the bank has resolved their complaint. So really quite insightful information has come out of that.
0: What are the typical complaints banks might receive? The
1: pandemics obviously cause a bit of a shift in, um, in complaints, but the typical complaints people are seeing are general banking um, complaints, which really are around accounts credit cards in particular with things like interest rates um, particular transactions potentially promotional rates etc um, not potentially playing through general service issues is quite a theme as well on a more recent basis is probably online fraud as well is becoming quite prominent in the complaints functions volumes in terms of complaints they've been down um, in h1 2020 so really at the start of the pandemic, The volume of complaints really did begin to dip, and through H2 2020 as well, similar theme um, until really we got to the end of sort of 2020 when complaint levels were beginning to rise really back to pre-pandemic levels. I think the interesting part from from an operational point of view is that customers at the start of the pandemic were actually quite sympathetic and understanding of the challenges everybody was going through in terms of times to resolve, et cetera, with having uh, resource challenges, working out how to actually re- reset up your operation. Because I think when you look through the level of effort that banks have had to go through in the transition, it's a, it's astounding, really, that you look at the, you know, if you compare them to a high street retailer, they've got the branch networks. Suddenly, a lot of the people were in the wrong places within the organization. That They became an online business virtually, albeit they were obviously open for, for essential needs, that customer traffic moved significantly towards online. Um, they had the rollout of payment holidays to suddenly administer virtually overnight with little warning, as as everybody's had to contend with. They've also had an upsurge in mortgage applications because of the, um, the the payment stamp duty uh, holidays generated clearly a lot of business and helped the property markets. They've also had to become super efficient and. Uh, update their online channels, making sure that they can increase the volume of customers without actually experiencing failures. And lastly, the, the the business bank loans and the COVID support loans had to roll out in really, really quick time. So it's been an exceptional year, really, from the banking industry.
0: Very briefly, have have the nature of complaints changed over the last uh, 10, 12 months with the onset of the pandemic, or is it the same stuff?
1: So it's a really interesting question. I guess ultimately the, the, the drive for supporting customers through telephony banking and online banking has naturally seen a, an increase in the customers a, getting used to operating through digital channels. But equally, now they're doing it, they can see statements coming through on a daily basis rather than waiting for traditional payment. Uh, traditional printed statements so that there has been a, a shift really that online complaints accessing online is something that customers have have noticed a real frustration as they've been adapting to it service issues as well um, that's it's been a challenge but they've seen a, a heavy increase and the resource ultimately wasn't there to support at the immediate outset of the pandemic
0: interesting so we come to I suppose what are the key results uh, of your survey, uh, w- was there anything that surprised you?
1: Well, We split it into six components as part of the survey. So we explored how easy it was to complain. Um, and 39% of customers said that they found it easy to complain within the banking sector. Um, when overlaid with other other sort of data points, which was quite interesting is that the, the actual communication channel for customers was also a factor in that when you look at the customer happiness journey that we, we assessed the ability to speak to the right person at the first point of your contact. So there's some real work for us to do there to make sure that um, we can improve with just 34% of people thinking they spoke to the right person. Show me I'm valued again is a, is another area that there's some work for us to do. Although the banking sector to be fair, are actually ahead of the, the industry average um, with 39% of customers wanting or did, being shown that they were valued um, versus 36% um, across the, the whole report. So some real good work there, but still some room for improvement. Saying sorry is a really pleasing statistic to come out with at for banks. Certainly in my day-to-day job, working with banks on how we can improve, the apology perspective is something that we've worked really quite hard on. And it's significantly um, above 84%. Um, in the report versus 77% across other other industries. So there's some real good work gone in there. Um, and finally, keeping people updated is a real area that we need to sort of get under and focus on. And certainly, technology's got an aspect to, to support here, but three quarters of customers felt that they weren't updated um, in in line with what their expectations are. So there's some real work for us to do there in terms of setting expectations and having a good method of keeping and providing customers with updates.
0: Yeah, I suppose this brings us to my my final question and you, you're starting to answer. Any, any bank executives uh, listening to this podcast, they might have bulging in trays of many things to think about. Um, What are the key takeaways uh, that you might advise them in terms of the complaint process and how it fits into the wider management of a a bank?
1: So I'd probably say there are four takeaways for me. One is that a lot of firms potentially see complaints as a cost centre. I'd probably flip it on its head personally and look at it as a real opportunity to actually have it as quite a cheap marketing function. Um, Customer advocacy plays through in our report quite heavily, that when a customer's gone through a positive complaint journey, they recommend it to their friends. I'm sure if you put yourself in a personal perspective, you've probably done that. The second would be the size of the challenge in terms of customers going on to digital um, channels with banks. There's clearly some investment in technology that's going to be needed to make sure that we can almost tease out now the growing pains of that meteoric transition onto digital, digital channels. The third for me would probably be the um, once a quarter It's quite enjoyable, actually, to go and observe with your frontline team. Put your mindset into being the customer at the end of that channel and go to the frontline and actually follow that complaint journey from start to beginning. It'll only probably take you about an hour to do, but with you flipping your mind, it's amazing the types of thoughts that pop into your head as to how you can make your complaints journey better. And then lastly, probably going into the final hopeful hurdles of the the pandemic, Volumes are going to increase throughout 2021. If you start looking at the the level of um, government support, will naturally begin to tail off, um, which will put customers in under increasing pressure. Um, So naturally, there are going to be increasing complaints. When you think of the speed that the banks have managed to react to support their customers um, through COVID, there will be a rise of complaints. So it's just making sure that we've got the right levels of resource and the right processes in place to make sure sure that we can handle those volumes
0: appropriately it looks like uh, other calls are coming and ben thank you thank you so much for your for your time today really interesting do keep up to date by subscribing to our weekly podcasts on itunes spotify and acast and follow our discussions at thebanker.com podcasts